0: Frank,
1: I think I'm officially a business. Oh, oh, I'm so excited. Is this part three of the Turnip Trilogy? I've been waiting all week for this.
0: In the, in the epic final finale of Turnip Tracker, 5 billion. No, I mean, so we talked about on the last two or three podcasts ago, I was, I was fearful of releasing this app. Um, I antagonized
1: you. I just kept pressuring you. I'm like, just release it, dude. Just release the app. And you didn't exactly heed my advice, but I think it was within a week you did. So I feel like I I, I helped push you over the...
0: You (laughs) did. I mean, by the time the podcast came out, I believe the app was released. So... That
1: is a oh, bold statement. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to take credit for that. No, just kidding. Good job, James. Congratulations. Um, I really wasn't antagonizing you, and I felt a little bad for that. Um, so I'm really happy that you're able to release the app. Congratulations. Um, it's such a good feeling to get something out there. Um, I don't. I don't know how to say it because words actually don't do it justice. It's such a good feeling. It doesn't. Congrats. I mean, you
0: you just released a huge update to continuous, which also congratulations. You Let's just pat each other on the back for the
1: first uh, two minutes Aww. here. Thank you, James. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want to steal your show, but yeah, new update version one point three. Go get it. Yeah, and I liked your little
0: promo video. That was very adorable. That was really cool. Uh, more of that. Uh, and you know, it's it's you've been working on something for a while, whether it's an app update or it's a full application, and you get it out there and you go through the whole shebang, right? And even in your case. That's a pretty big update. So you could probably update the website. You could update the screenshots. I mean, sometimes these app updates, while they're small, they have a lot of new features that you want to promote and people look at those photos. But one thing bothered me about my release on the Apple App Store, which I talked about just a little bit. And then once I posted a few photos on Twitter, people kind of wanted more information. And that is that previously all of my apps were released under my personal name james montemagno and now apple has approved we'll talk about some of the intricate parts of this approval i'm putting this in quotes approved and migrated in quotes my account to be a company an llc and it says refractored llc and um it was a process and because when I started my Apple developer account, I didn't have an LLC and in the middle of it. I did have an LLC and now I am an LLC and I've been an LLC for years, a limited liability company, if you will. sole individual member of said, and everyone in our discord told me to release the app, regardless of it. You told me release app, just go for it, start the migration process. And then once I posted a photo that officially when i log into developer.apple.com it says refractored llc and people are like what is that and how did you make that happen and what does it mean to even start a company and i don't think we've ever (laughs) talked about that on the podcast in depth really
1: no i i guess we've circled around the subject a little bit but i have to admit i'm a little depressed that the uh third episode of the turnip trilogy is the bureaucracy episode but i guess you're following star wars methodology here but it's i guess
0: it's because now like money is involved and you want to make sure that the money goes and flows into the right places
1: (laughs) okay yeah so starting a business um i think in the last episode i just gave the random vague advice everyone go out there if you're intending to sell an app, go start a business, it's $75. You know, um, the last time I did this was many, many years ago. It's probably a bit more expensive than $75. You could probably tell everyone how much it costs. But you know, it's like three or four forms. It's not the most paperwork out there. And if you're super lazy, there's websites that can help you along the path. But I totally think it is worth it to start a business. But unfortunately, it starts with four forms. And then it's like four forms every three months for the rest of your life. Have fun.
0: It is. uh, So I believe in the state of Washington, it was maybe $200 or $150 a year. Um, Wow, I'm so out of date. (laughs) In Arizona, it was $50. But then you also had to get a newspaper in a county to announce your company and then have proof of it or something
1: how it's that's not even bureaucratic that's just quaint and wonderful i love that what a what a community spirit thing (laughs) and you know newspaper ads are kind of expensive too oddly enough so that kind of stinks
0: yeah although there is uh there's funnily enough i remember doing it back then because it's of course per state so like i had originally registered in arizona And then I let that lapse in which I no longer have an LLC. So then I just started a new LLC in Washington where when I moved to Washington, because you need to have like a physical presence there. And the first key tip is um, either actually don't go to the post office and get a PO box because PO boxes are pointless mostly because a lot of things don't consider those businesses. A key tip is that find in your local community um, a shop that offers a post um, PO box style. That's not the post office FedEx and UPS may even do this, but there's um, places in Seattle. There's quite a few of them. There's like these ship and pack places and you can get a box and it's your company's box. And it's as almost as if you're have an apartment there, because you kind of want to d- detach yourself, your physical presence from your entity. And yes. um, you can go get this well, box somewhere and then that's your new address. So like that's going to be 150 bucks a year. Right. But <laughs> I recommend that in general yeah. because you then it's one address that will never change ever, which the biggest thing is you never want to ever change an address. That's one thing that I found. Yes. It's a pain in the I've, butt.
1: I've done it several times and I think I'm about to do it one more time. So thanks for saying that. You're filling me with confidence, especially the longer it lived your your businesses. Mine is like 15 years old now. So there are so many companies with so many addresses all over the place, but it is a wonderful time to go shopping for a new address. (laughs) I kind of love that part. Like I used to have an address on Fifth Ave in New York City. Then I had, I I, I like shopping for streets, you know, so I go on the street that I want to be on and then find a mailbox there. And I don't want to brag, but you know, we have Ballard here in Seattle Mm. and there is a PO box place that is also a coffee shop. Yeah. yeah,
0: it is. It, that's literally. It's like packing something or mailing something. And yeah. It's so cool. I've gone in. It's not the one that I use, but I do know of that one. There's a few of those. So what a great idea. And yeah. And talk about the original subscription service. What a hoax, right? You pay for a little box and you pay them 150 bucks a year and they have like hundreds of them and you're like, oh, this is <sighs> it's amazing. You know, so yeah. smart.
1: And the best but part. You're making about, me feel bad. I I, I actually have a post off. you United States Post Service post box. Yes. Um. Eh, it's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. The, that one's on university. Ave. have to have a university I, Ave address. That
0: that used to be mine. I just canceled it. So boom. <laughs> um, now I will say the benefit of doing one of these places is because if you move, let's say to another city or something like that, you can have them forward your mail every month or whatever. And that's super duper, mm-hmm. super nice anyways. And that's a business expense by the way. And by the way, that's a business expense. I want to point that out because you also want to set up a business checking account i use spark by capital one and now i have uh, you know, I'm a Refracted llc on a credit card and i can expense things that are mm-hmm. expenses such as a yeah. postal, postal box it's, it's amazing i mean i released uh, an app and then i needed ads and you know what those mm-hmm. ads are advertising mm-hmm. i mean it's amazing
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not free money i don't want you to give the impression you're still spending the money you're just getting a little tax break on correct, the back correct. end yeah that is great <laughs> <laughs> you just totally distracted me from what I was gonna say. I totally forgot. I'm just LLC, like, LLC. James, <laughs> you want to
0: register for an LLC. You want. You need an address. You need very little. It's very surprising. Here's the best part
1: of oh, LLC. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I, I I remembered. So I'm gonna interrupt. The banking part. It's kind of important, and it's a little bit of a question mark. And I've gone through it a few times. And I just just for everyone to know, it's actually really easy. Even if you just want to do like your local bank or anything, banks love small businesses because usually you make money and you leave money in the bank. So it's all good. Um, So don't worry about that. The only thing is um, don't go there until you've already established your business. And that means gotten your tax ID or whatever government regulations you have. Get all all that government bureaucracy out of the way and then go to the bank. If you rush it, it's awkward. Things are just weird. So just take your time. No rush. And we should
0: also preface that we are not lawyers, so everything that we're saying don't don't. This is not um, the
1: gospel. Oh, this isn't lawyer stuff. This it's has not- nothing to do with law.
0: <laughs> this is, yeah,
1: this is capitalism, <laughs> baby. <laughs>
0: this is what we went through. I'm so, all
1: up on this.
0: <laughs> so I, I have an LLC, um, a single member corporation, and that has different implications that we'll talk about later. But you, you're a um, Kruger Systems Incorporated. You're an actual corporation incorporated non-llc. Is that correct?
1: Uh, That's correct. But even in the United States, corporations are broken into several categories. And the category I'm in is actually an S corporation, which is a a mixture of a sole proprietorship and a corporation. Um, It's very convenient from a tax perspective. Um, All the paperwork's just much simpler with an S corporation. And your liabilities as an individual are easy to understand. But at the same time, you get all the benefits of being a corporation and all the downsides. So (laughs) benefits and downsides. So like an LLC, you have um, some kind of legal detachment from it. Neither of us are lawyers, as stated. (laughs) We don't understand it, but there is at least some buffer. Lawyers have promised me that there is some buffer there between me and the business, which is nice. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, the real difference falls down into um, exactly how local taxes work, um, how employees work, how um, whether you have a board of board of directors and LLC does not have a board of directors, and a lot of that just comes down to how much paperwork do you have to file every month.
0: Yeah. And. For me, since it's just me, and I never plan on doing anything else. I just did an LC, which is the easiest. Um, and there's two different parts here. And we're talking a lot of the U.S., so sorry for international indiv- you know listeners. So there's going to be probably similar-esque laws in your country. Who knows, though? But at least in the United States,
1: uh, Could I just interject one more time? Oh, yeah, go for I- it. I started a business in India, Kruger mm. Systems Private Limited. So I actually have a tiny bit of experience doing all that over there, and over there it was quite a bit different from the U.S. Though, so <laughs> we we won't go into it. I just had to interject because that was a very exciting moment in my life, starting well, a business overseas. So correction,
0: your 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 laws in your country are going to probably differ vastly or similarly. Who knows? I mean, it's basically uh, who knows based on a country and yeah, it's it's um. It's fascinating, and, and the reason I had started is because you're right. I, I started the, the you start with the paperwork, which is going to your local state in the United States, as per state, not country, and getting your LLC. And in Washington, there's a directory, and it's super quick. You do it all online; you don't have to do anything. It's pretty amazing,
1: uh, to be honest mm-hmm. with
0: you. And and then beyond yeah,
1: that, there's it did... sorry, it, it did used to be paperwork up to just like. I'd even say 10 years ago. So it's kind of nice now. Real, real smooth. Yeah. I remember in
0: Arizona when I did it, which was a long time ago, over 10 years ago, I did have to fill out a piece of paper and take it down to a place with a check. And then,
1: yeah. yeah. Then after
0: that, I could do it online. I'm pretty sure
1: to renew. Oh, but I should say when you go to do the bank stuff, you actually do want physical copies. Banks are still a physical copy kind of place. So you're going to have, Go find a printer at Kinko's or something and go print out all your online documents that you create.
0: Yes. When I use Spark Business, to, which is Capital One, to do it online, it, it was very complicated because since I'm an LLC single member, they, I don't have a tax
1: number from the government. Uh, this is where it gets confusing. Yeah. So (laughs) in the United States, in case you've never started a business before, you yourself have a social security number. It's how we pay our taxes. But when you create a business, it gets a number like that. This is at the federal level, at the country level, as you called it. It's called a uh, employee identification number. In fact, EIN, employment identification number. And technically, you only ever have to get one of these if you ever hire employees, and I think that's the distinction that James is making here is that you never actually had to hire an employee because you're a single ownership thing happening here. And so you never got one. That is correct. So the federal
0: government considers a single member LLC a sole proprietorship for tax purposes. And what that means is when I file my taxes or I fill out a W 9 form for whoever. Um, I put it under my personal name because it's me and it's my company. So sort of the the LLC is the front face of me in a way, right? <laughs> um however, if I had an EIN, it makes everything easier. It makes getting a yeah. bank account easier, it makes <laughs> um Apple happy, um, because the final step is for me to fill out US talk tax documents. And they really don't want me to use my social security number as an LLC, even though it's totally legal. And I call them on the phone. They're the nicest people in the entire world. And they're like, "Mm, no, you're going to have to do that. So I'm close. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm proud of you for, I like minimalism. Like the the problem with companies is once you start the paperwork train, it's a never ending train. There's always more paperwork to do. So I really loved your minimalist approach of not getting one of these tax IDs, but at the same time everything i do with businessy stuff is always what is your federal tax id and what is your state business id it's always those two pieces of information that people want to the point where i don't have too many numbers in my life memorized james but that's one of the numbers i have memorized all my tax ids both state and federal level you just you write them so much yeah it's that is
0: uh it's kind of a pain in the in the behind because apple really requires all of the numbers because uh you know on 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 Google Play it's really easy. You just specify the name that you want it to show up as and the bank account you want it to go to and boom, <laughs> good to go. I was
1: afraid to say like Bitcoin wallet or something. No, <laughs> like, I, no we we just sent you that money.
0: <laughs> yeah. Google is like we do not care. Um where Apple they they care. They care heavily. Oh, uh, yeah. and, and it makes sense from a They have an individual account and they have a corporation, like, you know, internal enterprise account. But for me, for the individual LLC, I feel like I shouldn't have to go the extra five billion steps, but there must be some reason. Because, remember in the last episode, we mentioned that you need this other number. There's yet another
1: number, Frank, in the business game called the Duns number. Uh, Oh, God, right. see, I'd put it out of my mind all the way up until this point. You, you, I think you all heard my feelings about the Dunn's last time. But yeah.
0: Yes. The Dunn's number, which is the Dunn and Bradstreet number. It's a nine digit identification number and they just have a register. It just sounds
1: of so 19th century Duns. and outmoded and just like anachronistic. Like, let's move on, people. It's the
0: worst system in the world. So here's what happened, everybody. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about this and then we'll talk about business. We'll go to a commercial break before that, and then we'll go to more business. <laughs> stuff. But for me to get through this process, because people were really interested in discord, here's what I did. Um, it really wasn't terrible, to be honest with you, but I went to Google and I said, Google, I will, or sorry, I went to Apple and I said, Apple, I would like to change this to my LLC. And then they said, that's great. What's your DUNS number? Here's a way for you to look it up found my Dunn's number, gave them my Dunn's number. And they said, that's awesome. Your information on the Dunn's account was not correct. So I was like, <laughs> okay. And also, by the way, I don't know how I got a Dunn's number. I don't know how it was created. Maybe
1: automatically. who knows? Nobody knows. Um oh, bl- and can I say it especially gets tricky because there can be duplicates. Um, oftentimes I've done We were mentioning address changes before about the mailbox. One of the downsides of an address change is the DUNS system constantly screws up and will create a duplicate business for you. And so you have to be really careful. And, you know, I'm saying this, I'm like, gosh, I should look up my company, but I don't want to I don't want to tempt it. I don't want to tempt that monster. Stay down,
0: DUNS. It's fun to look up the address of your P.O. box or whatever, because you can see all of the businesses registered at that account. It's really fun. Yeah. Oh, Um, right. So, all right. So my done stuff is not correct. So they say, go and go to the Dunn's website and go fill it out. And I say, okay, that sounds great. So I go to the Dunn's website and it's actually really simple. You find yourself on the Dunn's website and then you say, I would like to edit this. And they say, cool. We just need to verify that you are you. So I go in and I enter my information. They go, sorry, we cannot verify that information. Please email us. (laughs)
1: you are a robot we have detected that you are a robot you were yeah. not able to identify the bus in every one of these scenes that james is
0: r-james that,
1: that is correct
0: and so i email the good people at Dunn's, and they're very nifty and they verify my identity and they said what information would you like updated and i said all of it
1: uh, <laughs> it's all wrong it's you, nothing is right here <laughs> nothing
0: other. So i said here's the information that i would like and they said okay great and it will be updated within the next 24 hours and i said this is oh, great
1: so- one more interjection even that is modern um it used to take a couple weeks for them to update their stuff oh wow so that's pretty great 24-hour turnaround 24-hour turnaround and 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 for reals i went to
0: the website about 24 hours later and it was updated so surprisingly good um so i wait for that to be completed
1: okay so i'm sorry it just makes you think about the economic model at play here because you haven't paid a dime And you just went on a support call. That support call costs them about $12. Yes. So how much business do they have to do to recoup access to their database? Okay. Enough side tangent. I just got lost in economics land.
0: Not to mention, I've been going back and forth with Apple on email, like 10 deep, (laughs) right? Back and forth with Dunn's 10 deep. Now here's where it gets really good. So now I email back Miles, my good friend Miles at Apple. What a delightful character and everybody at Apple, absolutely delightful to talk to. And I'm going to say talk because I actually talked to them to email, um, as well. So Miles emails me back. Were you actually on the phone at some point? Just you wait, just you wait. (laughs) So my good friend, Miles says, Hey, uh, this looks great. Everything checks out. We'll send you a link to activate and migrate your account. He's like, just make sure you have these 18 things done ahead of time.
1: Of course, (laughs) and classic (laughs) Apple, and install Photoshop, (laughs) and
0: make sure that your iCloud backup is on. Um, No, no. So it actually wasn't too bad. You mostly just needed two-factor auth, and there was a bunch of other things. So I already had all the stuff, so it was pretty good. So I was like, okay, great. I click the migrate button, and I fill out some forms, which you got to fill out the Duns number, your company information. You go, all right, it's all good. Migrate. And the cool part about the migration process is that you still have access to everything. You can update your apps. You know, everything happens during the migration process. The only thing you can't do is create new certificates or profiles. So not a big deal.
1: Uh, Just during this momentary blackout phase. Correct. That is correct. Temporary.
0: And I believe it also invalidates existing profile no not existing no I better not that would be scary it invalidates existing connections so i had app center connected and i believe it invalidated that connection to my ci server oh i think really i think interesting i think Mm. i'm not positive i need to test it
1: again (laughs) so change your company name again
0: (laughs) yeah so i need to test it again because i haven't submitted a new version i tried to during the migration it was like no um Mm. So anyways, so I'm like, this is great. And I go through and then I, like, cool, this will take, you know, 24 to 48 hours. So I'm like, all right, the next day I get a phone call and Google screens in it and says this is spam, but I get a, a voicemail from Nicole at Apple and Nicole says, Hey, my name is Nicole. And, um, we just need to validate, verify your information via phone. We just need to make sure you're a legit per you're a person.
1: Um, <laughs> You're like, I'm not a robot. I'm not a robot. There's a bus there. There's a bus there. Oh, a traffic light there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, and I should say step back one more phase here, by the way. Before the migration button was clicked, one other thing had to happen. You have mm-hmm. to have a website, Frank, an actual website for oh your company. Gosh. I went through this one. <laughs> yeah. And additionally, you must have an email account at that domain name.
1: James, have you joined the embarrassing corporate website club?
0: <laughs> yes, I do. Refractor.com is, <laughs> I already own the domain name, by the way. I just, it was, it was just never really set up to do anything. The problem was, is that I've had this domain name forever and it was on GoDaddy and it was on some terrible hosting plan. And I really should just point it at my ghost website that yeah. I had set up for my company ahead of time. Here was the problem, Frank. Again, this is before <laughs> the migration in Nicole, yeah. is that. I wanted to transfer my domain name to Namecheap, and I wanted to do that because I needed an email address, and GoDaddy was 50 bucks a year, and Namecheap was $10 a year. So I said, there's no way oh. I'm paying more than $10 a year for an email address because
1: I'm never going to use it. Okay, side tangent, how many email addresses do you get for that $10? You get one and up to five aliases. Oh, okay. Just one box. Got it. One box.
0: One box. I'll tell you get. Contact at refractor.com. That's what I picked. Um, so, um, so I had to, I had to dance around. It took me six hours to transfer a domain because so I had to turn off all the things I did this thing. And then I canceled it and did all this stuff. I was like, oh my goodness, had to set up a cloud account. I had to do this stuff. I had to set up my email, I had to update the MX records and like mm-hmm. all this stuff. So that was like a whole day. And then I clicked yeah. the button. Then I clicked the button and it worked.
1: That's not bad, because, you know, I had to go through all of this when I was uh, starting up my campaign, because mm. that was new website, new business. Turns out campaigns are businesses, um, and worse than that, they're like... Highly moderated, or uh, what do you want to say? Um, transparent. You know, it's a lot of paperwork involved in all that. So it's fun, like that order operations. You're actually more efficient than me. It took me at least a couple days to get my email set up. So I'm a little jealous. Moving pretty quick here, James.
0: Let's just say it was a lot of long evenings of going and checking. Did it transfer? Did it transfer? So then I click the button, and then I get this call from Nicole. But let's go ahead and first thank our amazing sponsor this week before this epic conclusion to the story, Syncfusion. Yes, you know Syncfusion. You love Syncfusion. We talk about Syncfusion all the time. I just shipped Island Tracker, and it uses about eight different Syncfusion controls. Graphs, charts are in the application, numeric up-downs, these beautiful effect views that make the application look stunning. I love it. Um, I love it, love it, love it. No matter what type of application you're building, Syncfusion has something for you. Web apps, mobile apps, desktop apps, Mac applications. There's Amazon Forms actually supports like WPF, Mac, and everything. It's really cool. Um, I love it. So if you need controls for your application, you got to check out Syncfusion. Syncfusion.com. Go there, do all the things. If you want to check out all this stuff and give us a little bit of love, Syncfusion.com slash Merge Conflict. They'll give you everything that you need. You can even start a free trial or... If you're, you know, in the community tier, you can get the stuff for for free, basically, which is great. So check it out, Syncfusion.com, and tell them that James and Frank sent you.
1: Mm, so good. You used eight controls. That's awesome. Yeah. So jealous.
0: Every time I needed a control, I was like, control, 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 control. It was great. <laughs> I
1: love Not it. Not using anything built in.
0: All Syncfusion. It, That's it, great. Most of the, a lot of the application is Syncfusion controls or third-party components. But then all the layout stuff, like the, you know, the collection view, the swipe view, that's all, that's all Xamon forms. I would say it's- The navigation, the
1: high level stuff, yeah.
0: I would say even if I made it without the Syncfusion stuff, I could have done most of it. I would have just had to do some renders and stuff. And I'm like, why? Because I already have a community edition of this thing. I don't make a million (laughs) dollars a year. I can just boom, get it. So, okay. Well, we'll get you up to that million dollars a year. I was hoping. I love to give companies money, but (laughs) eh, I don't make that much money. So- I go and I'm like, I get an email from Nicole and Nicole says, Hey, you know, you can email us back. It'll take up to a day or you can just give us a call. So I click on the button and literally they have a great system. It's like, Hey, do you need app support? What's your issue? And we'll give you a call within one minute. You'll be on the phone with someone in one minute. And I was on the phone with Nicole, literally with Nicole. I have no idea how it happened. magic With Nicole within one minute and Nicole's absolutely spectacular just um every every call with apple amazing except for the last one it was so oh. good it was good besides the last one
1: well you're leading us somewhere i can't wait to hear about the infamous last call uh so she what was was she still testing if you're a robot did you test her if she's a robot we R- test what were we doing at this point
0: robot testing she basically said are you james is this your company give me your address and boom said, All right, whatever no no like real, they didn't, she didn't need my social security number, or anything like that. Right. It was mm-hmm. just like, Hey, I just want to make sure these details are correct and we'll get it all set up. And then she was really nice. Cause she's like, here's about what's, what's going to happen next. Now we're going to, once we approve it, then the profiles will be turned off and you'll have to wait and it'll take a little bit of time. You'll get new tax forms and you'll get new mm. agreements and all this stuff, right. under a new name and it'll show up. So just give it a little bit of time. I said, okay, cool. So great. I, I, it takes you know less than a few hours, and a boom, I see refracted LLC.
1: I tweet it out to the people with no <laughs> oh, context. You couldn't wait, she's like, "Chill out, dude. Just chill out. Like, go have a drink. Like, come back." for, And you're just like, refresh, 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 refresh. Pretty much, pretty <laughs> much. And it's there. It's totally there. Great. And
0: okay. I'm I'm so excited. At least the name. The yeah. name is showing up, and I have like new options to add, you know, people or whatnot. And I'm so excited, and I fill out all the forms. I start to fill out all the forms, and I got to fill out the tax form, Frank.
1: Yeah. Oh, and and they make you do it. Like you don't have to fill out the tax form every time, but you're constantly re-agreeing to the paid applications agreement, like over and over, like a few times a year. I don't have a clue what they're changing. No, no <laughs> obviously. Idea. That's not true. I have a lawyer and they explain it to me in plain words. No, I scroll through and I click yes, because I want my money. Um, so you, you've just begun the other journey of re yeah, re saying yep. yes to that form. Over saying,
0: and over. saying yes to everything. I filled out all the forms and then there's the U.S. tax form. And this is the one that says, hey, it's basically a W-9 form. That's really yeah. what it is. So you can send Apple your W-9. Or you can fill out the form online. Who doesn't want to fill out a mm-hmm. form online? That seems great. I'll, I'll enter mm-hmm. all my personally identifiable information to apple.com. That sounds great. Um, and I get there and I'm filling out the form and it's really simple. It's it's mostly whatever's on your W-9, which is like, what's your legal entity name? And what's your, you know, um, your EIN number or your social security yep. number? And what type of company are you? So we can match it up. So I say, hey, I'm a sole proprietorship. Type in my mm. social security number and they say, no, mm. you are not a sole proprietorship, James, <laughs> wrong. Then why'd you let me select it? You know what I mean? You're an you really LLC, baby. I'm okay. an LLC. Yeah. Now, there, there's not an option for LLC single member. This is the issue, Frank.
1: Mm. Um,
0: there's only, there's a bunch of other ones. Um, a bunch of
1: corporations. We'd like to take up half of that form.
0: That is correct. There is, um, I can I can probably log on here. Let me see really quick here. <laughs> anyway, I got to go into Apps or Connect. I click on that. Mm-hmm go to my Mm -hmm. App Store Connect, and then I go down to Agreements, Tax, and Banking. Banking information, very easy to update because I already had it to my business account. The tax form that I have to fill out, which is the last part, is it's LLC Corporation, LLC Disregarded Entity, I don't know what that means, and LLC Partnership. And I know I'm not Partnership, maybe Disregarded Entity, I don't know what that means, I don't like
1: the sounds of that at all.
0: (laughs) But they said I'm a corporation. They said I'm an LLC um, thing. Thing. Yeah. Limited Liability Corporation. It's right in the name. Maybe I am. a. So it says for tax purposes, an LLC with one member is treated as a entity disregarded.
1: Wait, wait a second. Maybe this is what I am. You're disregarded. Let's diss you. Start dissing James. Maybe this is what I am. So I did. Uh,
0: Oh man, this should
1: have read the paper. So actually, um, I filled out so many W nine forms in my life and every W nine comes with two pages of instructions and I don't think I've ever read them ever. Ever. I I love that. Like you're like reading the manual and we're both learning something right now.
0: It is. It's very true. So, okay. So this is great because there's the name as shown on the income tax. And then there's a business name, if different from above, which is my name, my personal name.
1: You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first, folks.
0: So he's keeping it simple. Keeping it simple. No, I, it depends. It depends if it lets me hit the submit button. We're going to do this live on the air. This is going to be great. Is so, this like a PDF or like a web form? It is a beautiful web form. It's it's actually nice. a stunning website. Great. It, and
1: it, Is it that is... apple.com? Where is it hosted?
0: Appstoreconnect.apple.com slash agreements. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really nice. And they just have... a <laughs> they just have an area for your tax identify and identification number. And it's not like, it's just clear text. Just boom. Just no need to hide that. Just put it <laughs> out there. I mean, you're at home. I'm at home right now. So when it was, I enter it. Yeah. And the problem I had was that they said that I was an LLC corporation and I couldn't use my social security number. I was like, Oh, bummer. Right. 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 It, so I called them up and I said, no, 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 I'm a single blah, blah, blah. And then, The problem is they're not lawyers on the other end, you know what I mean? And they're like, it says that you're this thing, so you got to do this thing.
1: Um, We're all like art majors right now being like, what is this form stuff? I hope uh, someone in the audience listening in here knows a little something or two about business or might be a lawyer, can make fun of us a little on Twitter. I'd enjoy that a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it says here. it says So what are you
1: going to do? Are you going to submit as a, what was it? A degenerate? You're a degenerate and <laughs> a disregarded I, I, degenerate. What a great name for it. So here
0: we go from IRS.gov, depending on elections made by the LLC and the number of members, the IRS will treat an LLC as either a corporation partnership or as part of the LLC owner's tax return, AKA a disregarded entity. That is, I'm a disregarded entity. I feel so special. Oh, James, um, so I'm going to get you a cake. Yeah. See, Happy disregarded entity day. <laughs> it says here, specifically a domestic LLC with at least two members is classified as a partnership for federal income tax purposes unless it files an 8832, uh, Frank, yeah. and affirmatively elects to be treated as a corporation. That's weird. Um, oh, so you. By They're just def- saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. For so it goes by quantity.
1: That's quantity. really interesting. Yeah. And yeah. it says so here, two people, obviously, you can't file it as your personal taxes because yeah. there's two of you. And I guess so at three, what, that would trip the corporation flag, I guess. I That's guess when so. you're Definitely a
0: corp. I guess. So. And it says for income tax purposes, an LLC with only one member is treated as an entity disregarded as separate from its owner unless it files form 8832 and elects to be treated as a corporation. Haha.
1: Don't do it, James. Don't do it keep I'm it simple
0: definitely not you
1: don't want a tax id it's gonna confuse everyone I well do not. now that you know the terminology though you can just walk into the bank and be like hey disregarded entity over here a disregarded entity over here um let me hit submit here we go three two
0: one and it's spinning oh tax id entered cannot be used
1: Aha! Uh-huh, you're not um, do they not support disregarded entities i feel like you should take up a cause
0: so it looks like I will be soon on the phone with Apple once again.
1: Are you going to do it again?
0: Are you really going to avoid getting a tax ID, an EIN? Oh, so it says here. Okay, no. Ooh, enter your tin. This is the funnest of the thing, right? A tin. So they call it a tin, but it's an EIN. For individuals, this is generally your social security number. However, for a resident ale, alien, sole proprietor, or disregarded entity, see part one instructions on page three. For other entities, it is your employee identification number. What? Where's page one at? Well, that's where you probably want the original PDF. I think
1: there is a download for the PDF. Yeah, man, we were so close, everybody. Read the manual. That that was getting to be like a D and D adventure. It's like in order to get through this door, you got to get this key. <laughs> well, I know. First, check through the window. I guess Anyways, it's more like Doom.
0: That's pretty much. Um, this is what I've been uh, doing here. So that's fun. So we're
1: not going to end on a success story. You're ending on I'm still in bureaucratic limbo. I mean, I think we need a better ending to the turnip trilogy. Otherwise, we're going to have to make it a what's a four episode thing called? A a Ugh. a quartetinary? <laughs> it must be. I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at it
0: and it's it's super weird. Um, it says enter your tin in the appropriate box. If you're a resident and you do not have your eligible, so 10. If you're a sole proprietor and you have a EIN, you can either enter your social security or EIN. They prefer your social security number. If you're a single member LLC, um, it's just web form after web form. It is disregarded as an entity separate from an owner. Enter the owner's SSM or EIN. If the owner has ones, do not enter the disregarded entity's EIN. If the LLC is classified as a corporation or partnership, enter the entity's EIN, which I'm not. What if I select EIM but put my social security number? Do it. Do you think that would work? It might. (laughs) No, because there's two different boxes. Are there different different
1: number of... I was trying to count the two numbers out in my head. I was trying to see if they were the same length. They are. They are. No, they're They're both nine. Are they both nine?
0: Yeah, with different dashes in the middle. Oh, that's why. Threw me off. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so now I'm just upset about this whole thing. Anyways, and that's what it's like to be a business.
1: Yeah. Frank. Yeah, we really nailed it there. That is what it's like to be a business. I get letters from the IRS just randomly because they like to send you letters sometimes. And like you have a small heart attack every time they come in. But it's usually just because they screwed up something in the computer. Um, you you have to file... Um, state-level paperwork and federal-level paperwork. Don't you forget all of those, James, Uh, for the rest of your life. So, great.
0: Awesome. Pretty much. That's that's how it does it. So, yeah, I mean, this is the epic conclusion of Apple being very close to letting me submit this form, but then almost just not.
1: It's almost like a database schema problem. Like their database just really requires an EIN. Like that's the primary key. (laughs) You can't do anything without one. Yeah, I am curious to see if you'll be able to uh, stay minimal or if you will end up with one. I would really
0: like to. I'm going to have to call them and then then ask them specifically and walk through it again. But again, they are very nice on the phone. The last person I talked to, she was also delightful. Um, And she did send me an email. She said that I could either, you know, get an EIN or fill out a W-9 and send it in. So maybe I need to just do that and fax it to them or something.
1: But um, oh, if this ends in faxing, I can't wait. I mean, I still pay for a fax number. I pay for an internet fax number because so much business stuff is still done by fax. It's so embarrassing. It's $10 a month so that I can have a virtual fax number. But you can expense that That as a business expense. (laughs) Um, right. I'm still paying for it. Yeah. And and so (laughs) it's not free money.
0: So some people may be thinking like, oh, like, is there a lot of upside to even selling applications, doing all this stuff? Right. I mean, my, how this works is any money that I make from like Twitch streaming from ads, from my app sales, um, from advertising from this podcast goes into this, right. And don't forget that like it comes into my account in which I have to pay 30% or 40% to the government, yeah. right? Because I'm not paying taxes on that. And then I also have to pay Or well, you will eventually.
1: Well, oh, I paid you, yeah. right? I sent you a check in the mail. Yeah. And I'm going to cash it one of these days when the mm-hmm. quarantines. That's only, well,
0: can't you scan it from your phone? No.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I might be able to, yeah. uh, I almost started making fun of a bank, but I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to make fun of my bank. <laughs> It'll get cashed. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah
1: yeah it's it's hard um and then james when you get on the employee side you'll see it's really painful because you pay taxes on both ends you pay taxes like um as the corporation so people earn social security so the corporation has to put money into social security beyond what uh the person pays medicare same thing or is it medicaid i always get them confused whichever one um it's really depressing when you actually start having employees, but you know, social services—they're worth it. Um, we need to keep society functioning and fair for everyone, so we pay our ridiculous taxes. <laughs> That's very true, and it's—it's
0: it's not too bad. So there's there's definitely the downside to, you know, you know, you get ten ninety nines, you know, you have to, I have to send you a ten ninety nine right? Cause yeah. you don't work for me. I, I treat you as an independent contractor. Um, so there's like, there's a lot of stuff to learn surprisingly. So all the things that I sort of just described were all learning experiences. I'm really glad that I know at least a little bit of it to like get on this podcast and have this conversation of my experience, but also like, it's kind of cool just that I haven't figured that out to this extent. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And even 1099s, they sound simple at first, but then like you start running your business for a while and you start to forget, like, do I send you the 1099 or do you send me the 1099? <laughs> Who's sending who? Whose tax liability is this? Yeah, it's fun. I would say it's it's worth it, though. I like to complain about it, but it was always a life goal of mine to own my own business. And honestly, it's just a bunch of bureaucracy. It's exhausting, but it's simple. It's just a lot of simple, dumb tasks like sitting on the phone constantly. Mm-hmm. And is it worth it? You know, in the long run, probably not, but it's fun and it gives you that somewhat legal cushion.
0: Yeah, I think so. And 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 for me too, it was always like, who knows what I'll what'll become from it, like years from now. And if I establish it now, I don't have to think about it later. So even if you're not thinking about doing it or like using it heavily, I, I use my LLC for, 10 years. I mean, between the old one oh, and the yeah. new one okay. made no money at all. I mean, it was minimal. I mean, it was you know, whatever my website was bringing like 20 bucks or something like that, like a long time ago. Right. And,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I mean, so it was a you know, net loss and then how I've treated it surprisingly has always been a loss leader. So I've always wanted to break even basically black, like be in the black and not on the red and not on the green. Because that helps my income tax or my, my taxes nah. at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. So uh,
1: we. That's why you keep saying write off. Now I see what you're doing. Well, if no, you, no, if no. You're no. Not, if you're not familiar, people who make too much money need write offs.
0: Got to have some write offs, and uh, you know, you need a new monitor, you need a new thing if you're using <laughs> um, it. mostly, it's been around advertising, and I've found that to be helpful because if I can, if we make money from sponsors, like our amazing sponsor, Syncfusion Fusion, this week we invest nearly all of that back into the business via advertising, um, uh, you know, or other mediums of creating promotional goods. Right. And those are, are different things that we use, um, to help grow the audience. And to me, I created this podcast with you because I wanted to do awesome things. It wasn't to make a boatload of money, right. That's we do. by the way, we don't make a boatload of money. It's not, we're, we're very. Well,
1: frank. you didn't, but I got one.
0: <laughs> frank gets all the money. I don't get any money. Um, cause I have the business stuff. When we first started, I made you take the money. And then you said, this is too complicated. My tax person's going to be mad. So I took it all. <laughs> so, and, and it's not a lot of money either. That's the thing. Um, um but we do like to reinvest. And, and that's the thing is I just want more people to, you learn stuff from us, hopefully, and give us feedback and be in our discord and, for some odd reason, want to listen to us talk about this for forty-five minutes. I have no idea who would want
1: to at all. But well, I'm not somebody. sure about this episode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I I wish there was an episode like this when I started my business. I'm totally the person that just jumps in deep end. You know, I walk into the bank and I'm like, I want a bank account, and they're like, you need a business. I'm like, where do I get a business? They're like, downtown. So I drive downtown. I'm like, I want a business. They're like we need a name. I'm like, where do I get a name? Like from your brain? I'm like, uh, okay, pause. (laughs) But I'm always just so spontaneous and learning on the job that, um, hopefully we saved you a few of those embarrassing moments that I went through at least when I started all this.
0: Yeah, it's fun. And you know, the, the, the most fun part of, I think, starting a business, you get to create your own own name, your your own name for your company. That's fun.
1: In a whole website. Just just don't do it when you're going through an Ayn Rand phase like I was. Kruger Systems, Inc.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, oh, mine, mine, mine came off of because I, I spelled refactored wrong for so long. So,
1: I, Yeah, I still don't know how to write your company name because I never know if you're mistyping it or if that's how it's typed. So, so. Yeah,
0: refractory. It's like refactored, just, but incorrect.
1: Oh, God, it drives
0: me nuts. It makes drives me nuts. <laughs> so
1: business <laughs> hi
0: yeah that's fun uh yeah so it's super fun anyways yeah and, and you know it, it surprisingly doesn't take tons of money to to do so it is worth exploring i think some of the tips i definitely learned along the way like i wish i had messed up you know the, the business address for so long i had messed up and it's great there too because then you can use that business address on domain names that you buy of course on your checks that you have like oh, there, there's so many great Reasons to do it that way. So, um, yeah. I don't know, anything else? Any other like things that you think people should know about or mistakes you've made? I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh no! I mean, we we'll, we'll we'll go over all those mistakes in the next two hundred episodes of the show. But um, I, I would just encourage everyone to go do it. It's quite an experience, and. It's one of those things that is not hard. It just takes time and a little dedication and a little patience with, but uh, it's just a good life experience. I think it's worth it. Do it while you're young, when you're energetic. Get all this paperwork over with.
0: Yeah. And uh, if you've gone through a similar experience as I have or currently battling with Apple to uh, get that tax form filled out, let me know what you did to get it solved because on Monday when the podcast comes out, I'll probably be on the phone with Apple. It'll be my pre build um joyous phone call with Apple. That's what it'll be. <laughs>
1: yeah, at, so. at least they've been delightful. Yeah. Right? So at least they you bear. got that to look forward to.
0: They've been very I mean they made it very easy. I don't even know what the Google One looks like, but I will say it was very delightful to click a few buttons on the website, be on the phone with them and within five
1: minutes it was it was astonishing. So the Google One for sure is a robot. You you're gonna want to test that one. Ask it to identify the street lights. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And like over the phone, like we need a captcha right now. I'm like, okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that'd be so funny. Uh, all right, well, you know, thanks again to our amazing sponsor this week, Sync Fusion, and of course, thanks to Frank for putting up with all the shenanigans that I do every week. But thanks to all of you for listening. Of course, if you like this podcast, don't forget to share it with your friends. Go to MergeConflict.fm. There's share buttons. There's all sorts of you know episodes on there that you can listen to over 200 there's a discord link that you can come chat to us i check that daily actually now which is fun and i think it's going to do it for this week's merge conflict so until next time i'm james montamaghi
1: and i'm frank krueger thanks for listening peace